My sister knows my working schedule. She knows not to bother me during my working hours because when she starts to talk, she doesn't, (laughs) she just doesn't go quiet anytime soon. My sister came to my office somewhere around 10, 10, 30 one day and expected me to go downstairs out of my studio and to greet her at the door. I didn't. I stayed in the studio. She already knew what my schedule was and I didn't go to the door to greet my sister. And later on, she started belly aching and saying, oh, you didn't come to the door. Why not? You know my schedule, my dear. You know that I'm working and that I'm very serious about what I do during my work hours. And unfortunately, I had to do this to my sister. But distractions do happen. And if you allow, in my case, if I allowed my sister to distract me one day, then she would think that the whole process is broken and she could distract me any day. She could just interrupt me, do anything she wanted during my work hours. And I just can't have that if I want to be an accomplished person. And I know that you are in the same situation where distractions occur, especially being a gift basket business owner, whether you are at home or in a commercial space or wherever you are, there are going to be things that happen that are going to interrupt your flow of business. Let's talk about those distractions and how you can decrease them so that even if you do have distractions from time to time, you'll have many less after you hear what I have to share with you today. Stay tuned. Welcome to Gift Basket Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, The Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at giftbasketbusiness.com. My sister has recovered (laughs) from me not answering the door. And we have to watch our time when we are making and selling gift baskets. You may find, as I have over the 30 years I've been in this business, that time moves very quickly. If it's not moving quickly for you now, you will find that it will in short time. You might start working, as an example, from at 9 o'clock and In 10 minutes, it's noontime, time for lunch or time for something else, some kind of break. So you want to treat your time certainly very focused. You don't want anything, if anything, to distract you from the very important work that you're doing to bring value to the world, to your individual and corporate customers through the gift baskets that you make and provide to them and for them. I have 11 ways to avoid distractions that I want to share with you. However, there are going to be other distractions that I know these 11 ways will help you to decide what kinds of habits that you're going to have to keep the distractions at a minimum. And these distractions do happen, especially if you have just started making gift baskets. You're still balancing what time you're going to make the gift baskets, what time you're going to do certain other activities. You may not have your flow together yet. And those of you who have been in business for a while, 
Sometimes distractions all of a sudden creep up because of the times, because maybe of the culture you're working with, because of anything that's going on with your business that all of a sudden certain things start happening, whatever those things are, and you want to scale back from whatever is keeping you from doing the great business that you want to do. I am pleased to bring these to you because I read about and hear about the distractions all the time. And they really do have to end. Um, And they're not going to end totally. But at least, as I said, you want to bring them down to a level that makes good sense so that you can keep making dollars and enjoying the life that you have, the lifestyle that you are looking to have if you aren't there yet. So let's go over these 11 ways to avoid distractions so that possibly five of them are going to work right now and then the others may fit in or distractions that I don't talk about. You will be able to decide how you're going to stop them or pause them or whatever. The first way to avoid distractions is to choose and use, because you have to use it, use a calendar planner to determine what to accomplish each hour you work. If you don't know what you're going to do from minute to minute, from hour to hour, you're going to be distracted. That's a a distraction in itself, not knowing what you're going to do. When you come into your office, and again, I'm just using nine o'clock as a gauge, you might start at 10 a.m., 10 p.m., anything like that. When you come into your office, your studio, your commercial space, wherever you are, you need to know what you're going to touch first, what you're going to focus on first. You certainly have to take a breath, look around and get into your business. That takes about five minutes. Maybe you do get some coffee or juice or something like that, but you want to know on your calendar that's already set up what you are going to touch first. You might first in that first hour experiment with some designs or maybe you're going to make some marketing calls because this is a good time to make those calls or perhaps you're going to post to social media or check on your virtual assistant to see where they are in a certain project you're going to have from hour to hour what you're going to be working on in your business so that anything that comes up as a possible distraction you know how you're going to avoid it because you already have something on your calendar to take care of. I have a calendar planner that's right in front of me right now. (laughs) And it says, give you the information that I'm sharing with you right now. This is the time for me to do that. Anything else is to the side because this is not the time to do it. Whatever calendar planner you choose, make sure, and it could take some time if you're not using one right now, make sure that it's one that you will look at and fill in as you need to so that it is a planner that really works with you one that you enjoy filling out and making sure that all of the all the components of your business are coming together so that is the first one choose and use uses the operative word here choose and use a calendar planner to determine what you're going to accomplish each hour the second distraction less option is to decide on the best course of action to manage your family, which includes pets, while you are working. Now, this isn't going to be for everyone because some of us are on our own and we don't have family or pets or anyone else that we have to make sure are okay while we're working. But if you are in that position, you may have to decide who's going to watch them, who's going to just see to their needs, 
while you are working. That means that, for example, with pets, if you need to walk your pets before the day starts, then make sure that you are banking some time to walk your pets and to feed them so that you can get to work. That's something that I do every day, making sure that May and Peppy, my twin Yorkies, are taken care of before I start my work day. I don't have to have anyone watch them because they're watching over me and they're out of the way and they just stay to the side. But if you have a rambunctious pet or if you have senior parents or young children, perhaps there is some way for you to make sure that their needs are taken care of. Maybe a family member understands that you're working and you need that certain time, those hours, to take care of your business. Or maybe there's some other aspect of assistance that you can look into and put into put into place for yourself. So that is another way. And I'm not saying that family and pets are distractions, but they do, in a way, come under that umbrella of a series, or not series, but as a group of important individuals who needs to be guided while you're taking care of business. Another distraction is to not leave the office for personal appointments at t- at the times that best fit your schedule. Or well, I should say that differently. You don't want to leave the office where you're working for personal appointments at times that don't fit your schedule. That's what I want to say. We've got doctors and dentists, veterinarians. We got we go to all types of specialists, whether it is for our health concerns or something else. And if you leave your office to go for an appointment when your energy is strongest, that's going to zap your energy. And I know this very well. It is a blessing to me, but unfortunate at the same time that my mom has to have certain appointments during the day and only during the day because her doctors will only see her during a nine to five schedule. So on those days, I call my, my day is a wrap because we go to the office, her doctors in the morning when we know that we're going to get in to see the doctor on time. As the afternoon wanes, (laughs) then their schedule gets pushed back. We don't like that. So I'm going to the doctor with my mother when my energy is high. And I just know that that day, I'm probably not going to do anything with my business. So that's a day off for me. And I'll be talking about days off as well. But if you can schedule your personal appointments, especially health-based or personal-based, at times when it accommodates your work schedule, do that. I did not know that my dentist, for example, had 9 a.m. appointments and 6 p.m. appointments. I didn't know this until I overheard his assistant scheduling another person for an evening appointment. Ask your person, whoever that person is that you are making an appointment with, ask that person if they have different times when you can see them so that you can continue working on your business. You're in their office and they're making money. Well, you want to make money too. So what is their schedule? How has it changed now with the health crisis that's happening that may change the way that a lot of businesses are doing business? Are there weekend appointments that you can have? Maybe a Saturday or Sunday as a weekend Or maybe in your culture, maybe Saturday and Sunday is a regular work day. Maybe a Wednesday and Thursday is seen as a weekend. What don't you know about that professional's 
service that can accommodate your own schedule. So ask about that and try not to leave the office for those personal appointments at times when it's right for you to be working on your business. Another distraction is the phone. And I don't have to tell you much about that, but (laughs) we're going to talk about the phone. There is a wonderful button that you may or may not know about on your phone, doesn't matter what phone you have, except if you have a landline, that does, that is a distraction, that is going to ring, unless there's something under the landline that has a a toggle so that you don't hear it ringing. Some phones still have that, but if you have a smartphone, there is a do not disturb button on your phone, and I use that religiously. The do not disturb button is not only good for turning the phone down, not off, but down, the ringer down in general from a certain time to a certain time, but it's also great for telling your phone to not let it ring when certain people call. And I'm going back to family because my sister is really good for texting me or calling me during the day. Yeah, she still does that. Oh my goodness. So I use do not disturb on my phone. Now you want your customers to call and you certainly want to have take time and make time to talk to your customers. But any other calls that might come in, especially those spam phone calls, you want do not disturb at certain times on your phone. So get to know where do not disturb is if you are not using it or if you are using it, make sure that when you start your business, when you start your business day, whether it is in the morning or maybe you come back from lunch and uh, before lunch, you're checking your phone to see what calls came in during the do not disturb time. Be sure to just in general, know how to use do not disturb so that you can turn the phone down at times when you really have to get deep inside of your designing or your own marketing or something you have to do with your website. Do not disturb is your friend. Use it. Another distraction is informing your family of your working days and times so that they know not to contact you during that time. And I certainly went over this when I was talking about my sister and how she came over and she wasn't supposed to and she was mortified. I didn't come to the the door. Oh, well, you know my times. Now, respecting your time helps you to be more successful. So your family ought to realize that respecting your time is going to help you so that you can eventually spend more time with them. You're trying to grow your business, start your business, continue your business in some kind of way. And if you are constantly bothered, and bother is a a strong word, but if you are constantly contacted by family members or someone else that believes that you will just pick up the phone or answer the door, you're not going to get much done. That's a distraction that you can help other people to help you not have. Another one is to say no, to collect packages for neighbors. Now, I don't know if that this happens in your area. If it does, then this is going to be for you. If it doesn't, then you don't have to worry about this. But even before a lot of us started working at home, and I've always worked in a home office, but before the, say, the health crisis started and a lot of people started working at home, there was a time when neighbors who worked at an office would ask individuals who stayed at home to receive packages, watch out for a package. And that's very neighborly. But at the same time, it can be distracting to you where you are doing your business and you don't know when UPS comes or maybe the United States Postal Service 
or a service that's in your country. And again, it's wonderfully neighborly to take in other people's packages, but if it's not on your schedule, that's not going to help you. They're taking care of their business. You can't take care of yours because you have to watch out to collect packages. And it's really unfortunate that because the Amazon truck is so popular worldwide that there are thieves that possibly, excuse that noise, but there's a distraction going on in the street right now. The Amazon trucks that come around that are so vivid, there are people, thieves, who follow the trucks and take packages off of porches and and wherever the packages are delivered. And it's very unfortunate, but this is why people will want packages collected. I mean, Amazon is one company has drop boxes that people can use. You can suggest that to to your neighbors or other individuals if they need some guidance. Maybe they don't know about that. But in general with packages, not agreeing to pick up or watch out for other people's packages will be beneficial to you. Yes, you'd like to be nice, but you need to watch out for yourself as well. Not saying to be selfish, but just saying it's a distraction that you might not want in your life. Another distraction is setting up specific break times. And certainly this is not a distraction, but this is a part of it. You want to set up specific break times so that you relax and refresh. I am going through a huge online course update right now. And I need to sit back from the changes in these online in the online course, which is massive. Every 90 minutes, I sit back for about 15 minutes. I get up, just do a little bit of walking. And that helps me to be more focused with the job that I'm doing so that I'm not distracted by being uncomfortable or feeling like I've been overwhelmed by the work that I'm doing. So it is okay to take those quick breaks to just breathe and stretch or whatever else you need to do. Another distraction is watching any kind of TV or using your home office or commercial windows as your live reality show. (laughs) It is not that. The only way that you would watch TV is if there is an educational show coming on or something that has to do with gift baskets on a morning show or or gift baskets being shown on some type of show that you need to see. If you're doing that, then that's fine. And remember also in terms of your finances, if you do that, then part of your television cable bill is on your finances, is part of your expenses. So keep that in mind for your accountant. But watching TV in general is not going to be very beneficial to you. And you can hear why. Also, at that time, you also don't want to open and close the refrigerator and look in it and see what's in it. Do that at another time because that's not making you money. Let's move on to another, which is try not to check your email unless it's being done at scheduled times. And the first option that I gave you regarding distractions is to choose and use a calendar planner to determine what you want to accomplish each hour. And part of that accomplishment can be designating certain times 
to check your email because email can be extremely distracting. If you leave a tab open on your computer with your email in one of the tabs, every time an email comes in, you might be checking it. Now I can understand if you're checking to see an or if an order is coming in, maybe on your computer, there is the possibility of having a certain tone that lets you know that a, an order has just arrived, then sure, you want to look at it. But the other emails, maybe a newsletter or somebody sent, just sending you something that you're really not interested in, those types of emails can wait outside of there's an order to process. So be sure to set up your email schedule so that you only check it at certain times. I do check my email first thing in the morning because I need to see if there's anything that's come in that I need to address right away. I've read some books and some other information where individuals say, don't check your email first thing in the morning. Well, how do they know what kind of business you're in? Some people may not have to check their email in the morning. You as a business owner who provides gift baskets for whatever, you know, all occasions, you have to check your email. You have to see if something came in that you're going to design. So it's okay to check it in the morning if it's okay with you. But other than that, perhaps you check your email again, thinking about a nine to five schedule. Doesn't have to be that. Maybe you check your email at nine o'clock in the morning and then at noon and then at five o'clock. Make sure that that check is on a schedule. Another distraction is doing personal chores during your non-personal time. Doing personal chores during your business time. You are not in your business to do your laundry, to grocery shop, to vacuum, Again, as I mentioned, is any of that making you money? If it's not, then you're not doing it. If vacuuming is making you money <laughs> with your gift baskets, then sure, vacuum as much as you want. But even if you have some laundry that's piled up, it can certainly wait unless you are going to some business event and you have to do a certain part of the laundry that ought to be on schedule time as well. Something that, you know, laundry or whatever that ought to be done a day or two before you need it. But if you have personal chores, it's done during your personal time and only during your personal time. And the last distraction is really not a distraction, but something that helps you to avoid more distractions. And that is to schedule, if you can, a morning off, an afternoon off, or a particular entire day each month. You might not be able to so-called afford doing it because you have a lot of orders or perhaps you are just starting your business and you don't feel as though you ought to have a day or half a day off yet. But if you believe that because of the distractions that occur, that you need that time for personal reasons, to take a senior family member somewhere, to take a child somewhere, then it is okay to schedule a half day or a whole day off to take care of what you need to do. I love what I do. I love supporting this industry. I love getting up in the morning. Well, I, I love sleeping, <laughs> but I love getting into my office and looking at my calendar and seeing the richness that I have to share with this industry and deciding on the actions that I'm going to take to help others succeed. So sometimes scheduling a day off can be a bit difficult, but I know that 
It's well-deserved because of all the time that I put into my business. And I have a very good feeling that you are in the same position where you enjoy what you do, where you put everything into what you do, and that you sometimes need to take some time off because of personal business or because you just want to put your feet up and give your mind, your brain, uh, just a quick break and think about what you have brought to your customers in terms of your designs and your service and how you're going to continue that on, on a better schedule in a better way, maybe new designs, maybe a wider geographic location that you are servicing or anything like that. Try not to consider what the old guard would say about you taking some time off. If you've worked corporate work or if you're still in the corporate environment, that corporate environment never wants you to take any time off. You always have to be working, working for them. And their time, the the time that you're with them, that may be true. But when you are working for you, you decide when you're going to break. And whatever time that is, it's necessary for your good health and the benefit of the customers that you're serving. And those are the 11 ways to avoid distractions. Choosing and using a calendar planner. Deciding the best course of action to manage your family and pets leaving the office for personal appointments at times that best fit your schedule, using the do not disturb button on your phone and informing your family about your working days and times, saying no to collect packages for neighbors and setting up specific break times so that you can relax and refresh, not watching TV or using your windows as TV checking your email during scheduled times and only those times, doing personal chores during personal time, not during your business hours, and then scheduling one day off or half day off or just a few hours off so that you can, again, relax and refresh or take care of, really take care of some things that truly cannot be done outside of your business hours. This is all extremely helpful for your success and the need to continue with your gift basket business in a better way so that the decrease in distractions truly does occur and you deserve to have less distractions. Well, that is it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for 11 Ways to Avoid Distractions. And I'd love to hear through the blog post that you that will also be associated with this, I'd love to hear about some other distractions that you're handling or that you're looking to reduce. Next week, we'll discuss another important topic that's going to elevate your notoriety and your income. And be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device, because I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier, wishing you baskets of success.